0: Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, October 29th. Canadian spending habits in the last 18 months have been shaped by a reduced ability for normal behaviour and concern about personal finances. But even as the economy rebounds, most people are taking a cautious approach to spending, according to a new survey from Scotiabank. Almost two thirds of respondents said they do not plan to return to their pre pandemic spending habits. More than half are planning to cut back on their spending in the months ahead. The cost of living and how that affects their finances is playing on the minds of most Canadians, and among the 42% who say they're worried about their personal finances, 84% say the anxiety is the same or higher than at the start of the pandemic. More than half of respondents said that with greater opportunities to spend as life moves closer to normal, they expect their ability to save will decrease. With Financial Literacy Month just around the corner, different organisations representing Canada's financial services industry have unveiled their plans to raise the level of awareness and education among consumers and investors. Among other activities, the Financial Advisors Association of Canada has announced a number of youth-focused initiatives, including an activity-based FinLit Kit game and a continuation of the hypothetical Junior Financial Advisor designation introduced in 2020. For its part, the Canadian Securities Institute is hosting a series of free webinars open to all Canadians hoping to reach their financial goals. Apple and Amazon shares are set to shed more than 180 billion US dollars in combined market value after the tech giants served notice of a difficult holiday season and reported disappointing earnings. Apple fell as much as 3.8% in US pre-market trading Friday after Chief Executive Officer Tim Cook said supply constraints were affecting most of its products. Amazon dropped nearly 5% after warning that high costs could wipe out any profit in its most important quarter of the year. Still, most analysts are backing their buy calls, saying the issues are transitory. A new report from the Fraser Institute analysed data from 2019, the most recent figures available, and found that more than 9 in 10 of those on minimum wage do not live in low-income households as defined by Statistics Canada's low-income cut-off. The data shows that 53% of minimum wage earners in 2019 were aged 15 to 24 and more than 8 in 10 lived with their parents. Little more than 2% of minimum wage earners were single parents with young children. Nine Point Partners will soon be able to provide eligible clients and and institutional investors access to a strategy from a global leader in alternative investing. Under an agreement with LGT Capital Partners, Ninepoint will distribute the LGT multi-alternative sub-fund on an exclusive basis in Canada. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus, Canadian investors looking to actively make a positive social and environmental difference now have a new option to consider as Twin River launches a global impact fund. A BMO ombudsperson is named one of Canada's 100 most powerful women and how one young advisor leans on personal experience to grow. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.